Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's second video of the day, I'm bringing you guys week one running back start or sit decisions. Yet the earlier video from today, week one wide receiver starter sit decisions. So after you finish this video, if you found you enjoyed, you found it helpful, make sure you check that out as well. And if at any point in this video you end up being like, dang, I'm having a great time here watching this content, please make sure to hit that subscribe button because it's free. I put out content every single day to help you guys hoist that fantasy football trophy at the end of the year. So without further ado, let's get into it. Week one fantasy football running back start or sit decisions. We are going to go over each and every single game in this video, starting with Thursday night, the Thursday night game, the Texans at the Chiefs. I know you guys are all football fans. You're watching this video. For that reason, you're fired up to see tomorrow night the Texans kick off against the Kansas City Chiefs. A throwback from last season where the Texans were up by a zillion points and the Chiefs ended up turning it around on them and destroying them. So, in this game, new member of the Houston Texans, I'm going to be starting David Johnson at the running back position. Now, this game does not seem like a game where they're going to be running the ball all that much. But Bill O'Brien doesn't give a damn about what type of game script you're in. Bill O'Brien's going to run the ball on first and second down a million times. That's just what he does. Bill O'Brien is not the best head coach, but that could bode well for David Johnson because David Johnson is an excellent running back in my opinion. The biggest knock on him is his injury concerns. And week one is the most healthy David Johnson's going to be all season. So I'm firing him up here. I think there's definitely some pass-catching opportunity here in this game if they go down late. Now, the real question is, will Watson dump it off, considering he's not known to be a wide receiver, or not a wide receiver, a quarterback who dumps the ball off, but money bag to Sean Watson. He got his money bag, and I think David Johnson's going to have a pretty solid game this week as a top-20 running back. Obviously, for the Kansas City Chiefs, you could have closed your eyes and thrown him into your lineup. CEH, you drafted him in the first round, maybe in the second round if you got lucky, but most likely you drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the first round, so you're going to play him. There's no ifs, ands, or buts like Miley Cyrus. You're going to have to be playing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in this game. We are going to see his first ever NFL game. Don't be scared. Play him. Week one up against the Houston Texans. You're going to be sitting down the other Johnson of the Texans backfield. Johnson & Johnson, a family company. Duke Johnson of the Houston Texans. I just believe if David Johnson is involved in the pass-catching game like he should be, Duke Johnson will be pretty much irrelevant fantasy football-wise, unless you're in a super deep league and he does get more involved, and I think he will now with David Johnson there. I'm also going to be sitting down the backup for the Kansas City Chiefs, Darrell Williams or Darwin Thompson. I think Darrell Williams is listed as the starter, not the starter, but the second guy on the roster, but he's not going to start. He's not going to get a shine, but it is notable to see how much UCH gets in his first ever game. Are they going to use him as a straight-up workhorse? Is he going to get a zillion touches like we thought may happen if Damian Williams opts out, or does it get a little bit turned back? Do we see Darrell Williams got out there a lot. Something interesting to note, but it still doesn't affect my decision. I'm starting CEH this week up against the Houston Texans. Now on to the Sunday slate, starting off with the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. You're obviously watching one of 12 zillion games that are going to be happening on Monday. We are going to be starting up Jordan Howard in this game. The Patriots' whole fucking defense opted out. I don't think Jordan Howard's going to be a running back one this week, but I think he's a safe flex option in a deeper kind of league or maybe even a 12-team league. I think Jordan Howard could have a good game up against the New England Patriots. I think he's going to be getting the rock a lot in this game to try to slow down the pace of the game and maybe make the Patriots falter. Now, I am a Miami Dolphins fan. That's why I'm not telling you to start Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's put up 1,000 yards in his career multiple times. I believe he's going to be able to do it this year. I think this is a pretty good matchup up against the Patriots. Now, if the Patriots... We're not opting out. They had the whole team. 
I would be running away with Jordan Howard. I would be hiding under a desk and hoping that I don't get screwed over by Bill Belichick. But in this game, I'm firing out Jordan Howard. Don't feel ultra confident in it, but I think he could have a good game. And for the Patriots, I'm going to be starting James White running back. Obviously, pretty unsure about Mr. Sony Michelle's health. He probably will play. I think he's going to play. He's supposed to play. But he's been injured all offseason. He does have that arthritis knee. Now, I'm not saying that necessarily affects week one, but against the Dolphins in a game that I think the Dolphins may be able to win, I'm not sure how much they are going to be pounding the rock. James White has been very good in the past as a top 12 running back. This is a pretty solid matchup up against the Miami Dolphins. So I like James White in this game. Very safe in PPR and half PPR formats. I'm going to be sitting down the other running backs in the game, like I talked about, Sony Michelle, just not ultra confident in starting him week one. And Matt Breida, I think, will we will see week one what his role truly is. So I'd rather just wait on that before I try to fire him into my lineup and see how Matt Breida is going to play up against the New England Deflatriots. Next game to talk about here on Sunday is the Seattle Seahawks at the Atlanta Falcons. New Atlanta Falcon Todd Gurley gets his debut in this game. I don't love Todd Gurley for the season. I worry about his knee. I worry about his injury. But if he's healthy week one, I'm going to play him. There is a huge range of outcomes in this game, though, for Todd Gurley. I personally believe he's risky. I think he's either going to score like five or maybe nine points, or he could score 20, 25 points if he's just jamming himself into the end zone a million times. I think this game is going to be pretty high scoring, and in that case, if they're on like the two-yard line, three-yard line multiple times, we could see Todd Gurley have a fantastic game, so I'm going to start him. I don't love him for the whole season, but in this matchup, I would happily start him, and for the Seattle Seahawks, we got Chris Carson, obviously the bell cow back for the team with Rashad Penny on the pup. I'm not scared at all of Mr. Carlos Hyde. I think that Pete Carroll loves to run the fucking ball. He chews his gum and says, run the ball, unless you're on the one-yard line, because then you can throw a nice pick to Malcolm Butler to make the Patriots fans even more happy, so fuck you for that, Pete Carroll, but at the end of the day, he's going to run the ball with Chris Carson. Chris Carson has fumbleitis. He has butt fingers but it doesn't matter because they say oh he's gonna get benched then they sit him for like one play realize that the other running back behind him is god fucking awful and they just run with with Chris Carson a million times so I like Chris Carson this year and I like him up against the Atlanta Falcons with their atrocious defense I'm gonna be sitting down Chris or not Chris Hyde Carlos Hyde of the Seattle Seahawks I just don't personally feel he's going to be ultra involved I'm sitting down all the other Falcons running backs behind Todd Gurley guys like Brian Hill there's a couple other names, but I didn't think they were even important enough to note since no one probably drafted them. Next game to talk about here is the Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. This one, really no-brainer. No need to go super in-depth on this one. For the Packers, you drafted Aaron Jones high. You play him. For the Vikings, you drafted Dalvin Cook in the first round. You play him, and then you sit down the rest of the backs in this game. Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon, Alexander Madison. Unless Dalvin Cook gets hurt, there's no way in fuck you're playing Alexander Madison. Now is what where we see how involved the other running backs will be for the Packers. Matt LaFleur always tries to talk about running back by committee. He did it last year. He talked it up, and that was just the Aaron Jones show. So we will see how involved maybe new rookie A.J. Dillon is. Does he vulture a couple touchdowns? Could he vulture a touchdown in this game? Maybe, but that wouldn't make me confident enough to start him unless I see him in the next couple of weeks maybe emerge and be a guy getting a lot more touches to make him a guy that I would start as my flex in a deeper type of league. Next game to talk about here, same division, Bears at the Detroit Lions. Now, this game had potential to be the game where we see how good is DeAndre Swift. Will DeAndre Swift prove to be a great rookie, a guy that so many people loved, a guy that I talked up a decent amount. I drafted him in a couple leagues. I think he's going to be fine this season. But now DeAndre Swift's kind of hurt. Now they bring in Adrian Peterson. 
Now Carrion Johnson's kind of hurt. What's going to happen here? Too confusing for me. Too confusing. I think Adrian Peterson might see 15 touches in this game. I think DeAndre Swift might see 15 touches. I have no idea. Just sit them all. Wait a couple weeks to see how it all revolves around there with the running back carousel there. Then determine who you want to play. So I'm sitting down all Detroit Lions backs in this game. Adrian Peterson, Carrion Johnson, and DeAndre Swift will be on my bench. For the Bears, this would have been a great game for David Montgomery. Obviously gets hurt. Seems like he's not going to play week one. Now, he could. He obviously can, but I don't think he will. And if he does, I'm certainly not playing him if he does because he's not 100% healthy. So I'd sit him down. I hope the Bears sit him down to let him get that nice aging, get that nice fine wine, that aged cheese on the bench, and then fly back in a couple weeks in and be on fire. So I'm going to start Tariq Cohen. And I fucking hate Tariq Cohen because he screws over David Montgomery's pass-catching value. But now it's just Tariq Cohen. I wouldn't be surprised if Cordero Patterson. Cordero fucking Patterson scored a million points this week because he might play running back too. But I like Tariq Cohen. I think Tariq Cohen's going to get a decent amount of pass-catching work in this game as well as a couple of touches in between the tackles. That is something normally that Tariq Cohen doesn't get. So this is a great matchup against the Lions as well. So I like Tariq Cohen here, but I normally would have hated him if David Montgomery was healthy. Next game here, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers. Now this is just another game where you have to simply just not think too hard. Don't overthink it. Play the guys you drafted early. You drafted Josh Jacobs, likely in the first or second round. You drafted CMC, first overall, maybe second overall if you got lucky. You're playing them. Who's behind Christian McCaffrey? I have no idea. They're not even listed because of how irrelevant they are. Christian McCaffrey is the whole Panthers offense besides DJ Moore. I expect him to have a humongous game this week against the Raiders. I expect Josh Jacobs to play very well against the Panthers. They're both starts. I'm going to be sitting the backup to Josh Jacobs in Jalen Richard. I don't really see him being all that involved in this game. Next game here, NFC East matchup between the Eagles at the Washington football team. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to slap that subscribe button down below. I would really appreciate it. And I'm going to keep bringing you guys that fire content to help you guys keep on winning your league. So we're going to start in this game, Philadelphia Eagle, Miles Sanders. Now, this is actually not the greatest scenario for Miles Sanders. The Washington front seven, that D-line is pretty fucking good. Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. So I don't think Miles Sanders comes off the bat week one and fires up the Washington Redskins, blows them out, the Washington football team, I should say, destroys them. I don't think so, but I think he has a good enough game against Washington to be worthy of starting. And obviously, you drafted him so high. Unless he was playing up against an impossible matchup, you're still playing him. So I like him this week, and I'm going to go ahead and label Miles Sanders as a start. The rest of the running backs, not so much. Boston Scott behind Miles Sanders. I'm not really wanting to start him unless Miles Sanders was to go down. For the Redskins, I mean the Washington football team, it is going to be so confusing. They list J.D. McKissick as the starter. The guy that you thought was probably the fourth string or fifth string running back is listed as the starter. I don't know if that's true. I mean, it is true because he's listed as the starter. I don't know how many touches all these guys are going to get. I like Antonio Gibson for fantasy, but I don't like him week one. This is too confusing of a situation. Sit down, McKissick. Sit, Gibson. Sit, Love. And sit, Barber. Wait a couple of weeks. Wait to see what evolves in that backfield. And then Antonio Gibson might be worthy of it. But this is kind of why I wasn't praising him being a fifth-round pick. I think it is going to take a little bit of time for him to become the guy. So I'm sitting all the Washington football team backs down and Boston Scott from the Philadelphia Eagles, and obviously we are starting Mr. Miles Sanders. Next game to talk about here is the Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now this game has me 50 shades of confused because just like Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack 
literally has a tattoo on the ass of the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. He just pieces them up every year. But then they bring in Jonathan Taylor, a guy who could legitimately destroy this game, score a million points. But I could also see Jonathan Taylor disappointing because he's not getting enough carries because Mac is doing just fine. So being as confident as I am with Jonathan Taylor, I will sit him down week one. If you are in a scenario where you need to start him, this is an amazing matchup for him, but I am not going to commentate about how he's going to be amazing week one. I think it may take a couple of weeks for Jonathan Taylor, so I'm going to sit him on the bench and be precautious, but I understand why you might want to start him. I'm starting Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, like I said, owns the Jaguars defense. It's an easy pick for me. This is a great matchup for Marlon Mack, and I'm going to be starting Chris Thompson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this is only if you're in a PPR, half PPR league. Chris Thompson is pretty much as irrelevant as a used goddamn condom if you are in a uh, standard league because he's all of his value is based off of Minshew dumping it off to him. So that's why you're going to want to start him. And you're sitting JT, like I said, not necessarily going to sit him. You can start him in some scenarios, but I vote on the side of caution. I'm sitting Jonathan Taylor, and I'm going to be sitting down James Robinson and all the other running backs there. I want to see how it plays out besides Chris Thompson before I claim James Robinson as being the guy, even though he's listed as the starter. I'd rather wait, but make sure if he's available on your waiver wire to, s- to snag him up now so that if he does blow up, you don't have to waste it all next week, potentially if it's fab and you have to spend a shit ton of money on him. Next game to talk about, here's the New York Football Jets at the Buffalo Bills. This game is brought to you guys by my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com has introduced a new game for fantasy football players that I love. This is my favorite way to play DFS, and this new game has completely suckered me in. Now, you guys understand, or you might not understand gambling. How gambling works is there's normally a spread picks, and there's going to be teams plus four, minus four, say. If you get plus four, you get plus four points to to the team. And if you have minus four, you get minus four to the team. In this scenario, we are going to be talking about fantasy football points. In the first Thursday night matchup, we have Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. Would you rather take Deshaun Watson getting four fantasy points or Pat Mahomes losing four fantasy points? Whoever scores more points at the end of that, plus or minus the points, is going to be the winner. All you have to do is click on who everything's going to be better, put in the value, and then you get with the odds here, and you win the certain amount of money that you put in there. So make sure you guys check out OverlayDFS.com. I'd really appreciate it. It's going to be a fun time. And I will see you guys back in the video. Now, this game, like I talked about in the wide receiver video, is going to be a snooze fest. It just is. There's not going to be a lot of points scored in this game. But with that said, I'm still starting Le'Veon Bell. You drafted him in like the third round. I don't think the Bills' defense is super amazing to where they're going to be able to stop Le'Veon Bell because I think they're going to be able to stop the receivers. And Le'Veon Bell's just going to get a bunch of dink and dunks like he's on Bill Belichick's offense and score enough points to be worthy to start in fantasy football. But this is a tougher kind of matchup for Le'Veon Bell. This is a revenge game, though, for old man Frank Gore, but I'm sitting him down in this revenge game. For the Bills, I don't like Devin Singletary or Zach Moss. Actually, I love Zach Moss. But not for this game. I want to see how it plays out. I want to see how the touches work. Against the Jets, Zach Moss could assault them. I I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if Devin Singletary assaulted them. But I want to see how it plays out before I start him. But likely you drafted Devin Singletary too high and you have to start him. But in my opinion, I would not want to start him this week up against the Jumbo Jets. Considering I just don't feel like ultra confident that this is going to be a monster game from Devin Singletary, but if there is going to be one this year, it's probably up against the Jumbo Jets. Next game here, the Browns at the Cle- at the Ravens, the Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens, I should say. 
I almost said the Cleveland Ravens. I don't know why. That would have put a curse on the Ravens. So, in this game, there's a whole lot of running backs, a whole lot of money. Shout out to Antonio Brown. I like Nick Chubb in this game. I do. I love Nick Chubb. One of my favorite running backs in the NFL. This guy's going to get a million touches. This offense is coordinated by the head coach, Kevin Stefanski, who loves to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. Doesn't matter how much they're down. They are going to run the ball. I think they can be able to keep up with the Ravens strictly based on the fact that they're in division. If the Ravens were in, like, the AFC um, South or something or the AFC East, they would absolutely skullfuck the Browns. But they're not because they're in the same division. So I'm going to go ahead and think Nick Chubb's going to be good in this game. And I like Kareem Hunt as well as that pass-catching option. Obviously not as good as Nick Chubb, but a solid flex option. And then Marky Mark Ingram. Now, I don't know how this offense is going to work. I don't know how Mark Ingram is going to play. But he's playing the fucking Browns. So I'm going to play him because I think this is an amazing scenario for Mark Ingram. Not sure he's going to finish at the end of the season. But this is an excellent spot for Mark Ingram to play. Amazing. And I'm sitting down the rest of the Ravens' backs behind Mark Ingram. Gus Bus Edwards as well as, just kidding, Dobbins. Next game on the slate, we got the 4 o'clock games, the midday window. You just watched a million games on your screen on Red Zone or on DirecTV. However you're watching the games, there's like 12 on the screen at one time. You just, you're, you're just bathing in it. You're having a great time. And now it starts to slow down, but it's okay because we got a good game here. The Cardinals at the 49ers. I think the 49ers win this game. But I would not be surprised if Kenyon Drake somehow scored a million points by getting a thousand dump offs. Kenyon Drake was just on fire last season. I think he continues to be on fire like he's in NBA Jam. The guy is just completely on fire. And I think he plays good against the 49ers. We saw Damian Williams in the Super Bowl look very strong against that 49ers good defense. So I think Kenyon Drake will be able to do it as well. And I am going to be starting Raheem Mostert of the 49ers. Now, if you guys know me, you've been subscribed for a while. If you're not, please make sure to subscribe. You know I hate Raheem Mostert. You know that this backfield is so confusing. It's not because I actually hate Raheem Mostert. I just hated how high he was being drafted, and I hate the scenario. This is a running back by committee. There's going to be a million guys going in this game, but against the Cardinals, not the greatest defense. I think Mostert will be able to play good, but don't be surprised if Jarek fucking McKinnon scores three touchdowns in this game. Just don't be surprised. I'm sitting down the handcuff for Kenyon Drake in this game and Chase Edmonds. I'm also sitting down the other running backs for the 49ers, but don't be surprised if one of these guys ends up being scoring way more than Raheem Mostert in Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon. Next game up here is the Chargers, the Bolts at the Bengals. This one also no-brainer. Don't overthink yourself. You drafted these guys early. You probably drafted Mixon in the first round or the second round. Same thing with Austin Eckler. You play both of them. The Bengals do not have as hot of a matchup against the Chargers, but I think Mixon will play good. Eckler, very good matchup up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Wouldn't be surprised if he was the number one running back on the week. Love Eckler this week. Love Mixon. Firing them both up. And I'm sitting down all the backups behind him. Not too sure is going to be the true backup, Josh Kelly or Justin Jackson. I'm pretty sure Justin Jackson might be hurt, but it didn't even matter. It didn't even affect me enough for me to even fucking look it up because I didn't even care enough. This is Eckler's backfield, so I'm not concerned with any of the other people on the team. And Giovanni Bernard, unless Mixon is out, you just can't start Mr. Giovanni Bernard. Next game up here is the Bucks at the Saints. Arguably the best game of the week and probably will be very high scoring. But obviously this was a game where I was going to be firing up Ronald Jones. I was going to be fired up about Rojo. I was going to say, this is Rojo's week. We're going to see him play great against the Saints. A back and forth affair. And they said, psych Nick, backhand forehand, backhand. They slapped me like 12 times in the face. That's what the Bucks did. Now, it's Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Just don't start either of them. Don't deal with the confusion. 
don't start any of them. And if you're going to start one, I'd probably start Ronald Jones, if I'm being honest with you. But for the Saints, you're obviously starting Alvin Kamara every single week. It seems like they are going to manage to get a deal done sometime this week. Firing up Kamara. He hasn't been traded yet. I don't think he's going to get traded. Fire up Kamara as a start. And Latavius Murray, unless Alvin Kamara is down, I really don't believe you can play Latavius Murray. Maybe this game, because there's going to be a million points scored, he could do it. But just to be safe, I'm not going to be starting Latavius Murray, most likely, unless Alvin Kamara ends up going down or getting traded. Next game here, we got the Sunday night game. Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Another scenario, you drafted Zeke in the first three, four picks. You play him, and they're going to be sitting down all the Rams backs. This is such a confusing scenario for week one. If you're going to play one, play Akers but I'm probably trying to stay a bit safe and not play any of them. So if Darrell Henderson, does he play? I don't know. That's what you're going to have to wait for. You're going to have to wait to see if he plays? I don't think so. And then it's going to be Akers and Brown on the team sharing touches. And I think Akers could really blow up in that scenario and have an amazing game. But if you want to be safe, don't play him. If you're feeling risky, you're feeling dangerous, and Henderson is out, I would not blame you for playing Cam Akers. And unless Zeke is hurt, I'm not really trying to play Mr. Tony Pollard, if you guys have enjoyed, again, I know, sorry to bother you, I know you're having a great time in this video, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below, and leave me a comment, hit the like button, do all that stuff so that this video can get seen by more people, so that I can buy some new shoes. Next game here, the Monday night game number one, because there's two games on Monday night, we got the Steelers at the Giants, the Steelers go out and say, say uh, James Conner is the number one running back, the workhorse back, no shit Mike Tomlin. No shit. They're, they never use committee. They never do. It's all one back. If Connor's healthy, it's all Connor. If Samuels is healthy, it's going to be all Samuels. If Snell is healthy, it's all Snell. It's just the scenario that it's in. This is all James Connor against the Giants defense that's not very good. James Connor's probably going to have a top 10 week. He'll probably eventually get hurt, but he will have a great game this week up against the New York football Giants. Knock on wood that he doesn't get hurt in this game. And for the Giants, Saquon Barkley. The Steelers' defense is amazing, but you're not sitting Saquon Barkley. He still is going to end up somehow scoring 25 points against this team, so don't overthink it. Don't get cute. Don't sit Saquon. Start Saquon Barkley, and you're sitting Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell. Final game of the week, the Titans at the Broncos. This is a game that I think is going to be boring, to be honest with you. Not not boring game, but not a super high-scoring game. Titans at Broncos. You're starting Derrick Henry. You drafted him high. You play him for the Broncos. I'm waiting to see how the split works. I think it's going to be 50-50. You may have to start Gordon because you drafted him higher. If you have other options, though, if you were having him as your flex, I would look elsewhere. And Philip Lindsay, I think, could have a great game as well if given the correct split. But this Titans defense looks fierce, and that's why I'm pretty much really scared for Melvin Gordon. So I would definitely try to not start either of those guys, Lindsay or Gordon, but it's going to be hard for you to start or not start Gordon. So let me know down below in the comments. Are you starting Gordon? Are you looking elsewhere? And who are you looking elsewhere at? Because I love to answer the comments. So if you leave a comment, I try to get to it within a day. I love each and every single one of you guys. So thank you so much for watching this video. I would really appreciate if you are new to hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate if you've been here for a while to click that like button. I'd really appreciate you guys to check out Overlay DFS. Link down below in the description. Come and play with me. We're going to have a great time this week. We're going to eat some W's. Like our name was famous Jameis Winston. I love each and every single one of you guys. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with another video. Good boy!